Are they an asshole or are they just tall? Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hey, Workwife. I hope you can hear me. Um... Wondering what is the best way to address a coworker that acts like your boss with your real boss? I mean, how to tell my boss? So I have this coworker that schedules weekly status meetings with me, and oh, asks a million questions about my daily work, and just acts like my supervisor. So, and it takes up a lot of time, and. Honestly, I have caught him relaying inaccurate information about my work to my real boss. Well, I've, I've just had enough, and, and I want to deal with this, but I'm just not sure what would be the most appropriate way to do it. So, and you know, I have the best team and the best boss, so I, really, I just want to make sure I'm doing this right. Oh, I forgot. This is Charlotte from Plano, Texas. Hello, Charlotte. Hi, Charlotte. Let's talk about this coworker. You know what? Actually, I want to start with Charlotte. Okay. Talk to me. I want to start with where she's coming from here. Okay. Because this sucks. It super does. Like I, I have had this happen to me before and I'm just like, how do I, how do I have two masters? Yes, servant of two masters. But so for um, for her, like I, I'm not. I'm, there's I'm with a way you. to get out of this. It sucks, and there's a way to get out of it, and that's what we want to talk to you about after the break. If you want bite-sized information on how to get more out of your daily corporate grind, follow us on Instagram at Ask Your Charlotte, there's something you're not doing that you can do that would get you out of this. And the answer is status is one-on-ones. Yeah, totally. Right. So going back to those, it's episodes two and four of this <laughs> podcast. Intro skills, everybody. Basic. That's one. Ask your wife one-on-one. Correct. Mm-hmm. If you are having your status as one-on-ones with your manager, then it doesn't matter what someone else is doing because your manager understands what your work product is and that it's good. And they actually probably understand the weird personality proclivities of this other person. Yeah. Right. And that they're doing something stupid. Right. Right. So like my assumption, and this is probably your assumption, Holland is like, Charlotte, you're probably not having status as one-on-ones with your manager because someone else is taking up that slack and be like, Oh, well, if she's not having status as one-on-ones with her manager, I will have a status in one-on-one with her. And Make it look like she reports to me. We'll get back to that concept in a Ugh, second. Put an we don't in it. love it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, we don't love it for you. Yeah. Um, I think if you were to start these consistent, cadenced statuses and one on ones with your manager, your actual manager, Charlotte, you could actually address this to them. To yeah. them as well. Like like totally. in addition to the fact that they would know that this weirdness is happening and mm-hmm. wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't hold put you too much stock into yeah. it or hold you accountable yep, right yep we recommend you play like a little a little dumb about it well naive yeah and just <laughs> hey manager and welcome to the ask your craft playhouse <laughs> <laughs> 
Also known as Vanessa's role playing uh, wait, space. Which, which am I? I can am be, I involved? I can or are you both? both? No, this is just. Of course you are. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll be over here. Hey, so this is like the end of your status. Hey, so like just as a note, like so and so coworker has been like inviting me to these like recurring meetings like every week, and that should be the first red flag to your manager. Your manager say like, oh, <laughs> and yeah. you say yeah. And, and like, they're fine. What are these meetings about? Yeah. And then you say, well, they're kind of like this meeting. He asked me questions about my projects and I tell them where they're at and like what I'm working on next and like kind of what my goals are. And your manager should jump in and say, oh, you do not need to be having that meeting with them. That's my job. And then you say, oh, I didn't realize. Can you maybe talk to him for me? Or your manager would probably be proactive at that point and be like, let me, let me handle this. Exactly. Like this yeah. is the moment where you let your manager fight your battles for you. Like, yeah. Hey, go take care of that thing. And then you have full permission from your manager to decline the meeting. You don't have to go to the meetings and decline all further. <laughs> this meeting only, or every meeting in the sequence, every meeting, in the sequence. every meeting, in the sequence. Um, how does Google calendar say that this meeting, all meetings in the series. Yes. <laughs> or something. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, the other thing I think that could be helpful here just to get some context for yourself is like, Go to one of your champions or mentors in your company. Yeah. If your manager doesn't immediately jump in and take care of it, which they ought to. Right. Then, then it's time to like escalate a little bit and go find a champion. This is someone who's not in your reporting structure, who's adjacent to your reporting structure and just figure out what's going on. Like give the same, the same speech. Hey, I've been having like normal, you know, statuses one-on-ones with my manager, but this other coworker has kind of come in in the last six months and just like start having them with me. And I don't know why I'm duplicating this meeting. Yeah. Can you tell me what's going on? Because that champion will be able to see things that you don't see, right? Because they have a, a more bird's eye view of stuff and either tell you like, oh, this person's getting positioned to take over your manager's job, actually, or this person is just an asshole and, wants, <laughs> and is like trying to take your he manager's job. He did that on job. my team. Exactly, yeah. right? And like, he's not a team player, blah, 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 blah. And, and we'll be able to help you do that. And then at that point, like if it's a problem, then your champion can then go to your manager and say, hey, we need to shut this down yeah. or help you move off of that team and onto their team. Yeah, right. So like if you're not getting the support you need from your manager to shut this down, then you definitely have an escalation path, but make sure it's a champion who's not in that reporting structure. Yeah. And then the other thing that you can do is a little bit of your own research here. Mm-hmm. Some good old fashioned LinkedIn stock. <laughs> we love a LinkedIn stocking. Made a whole episode session. about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's episode seven. Um, also in Ask Your Rev 101. <laughs> everybody. <top> 10 baby. <laughs> um, but like we're, you're looking for like, did this person like have a managerial role before? Like, yeah. are they like used to running a team? Are they yeah. like just a brown asshole? Mm-hmm. Like what's the deal? You can tell a lot from LinkedIn profile. hundred percent. And like, if they have the skills to do what you're doing, or if they're just trying to like leech off your work product, yeah. like, like, yeah, like I've seen, <laughs> uh, my favorite example of like good LinkedIn stocking was just this. Like we had a person come in who was suddenly managing a team of 40 creatives and like was doing a piss poor job at it. Mm. And I finally like got so frustrated at her that I was like, is it just me or is like she really doing a terrible job so I like went and LinkedIn stalked her realized like she had only ever worked at a creative agency that she owned Mm. and only two or three other people ever worked at that company she's never managed 40 creatives before across lots of disciplines and lots of deliverables so I was like oh you you're just overwhelmed you were underqualified for this job. Congratulations. Right. But like, you need to like put your money where your mouth is and figure the fuck out. Right. It didn't make her any better at the job, but at least you knew how to like work around her. Exactly. So like it it just gave me more context to this person, right. Of like, Oh, the more that I can help point out good organizational behavior or like model good managerial behavior, then she'll follow my lead. 
No, she was too stupid to do that, but she got laterally moved out of that organization. <laughs> so that's not my job anymore. <laughs> but, but it did help give me context. So like, who is this person? Where are they from? And like, are they, are they being, are they an asshole or are they just tall? <laughs> so Charlotte, that is all of the things that you can and should be doing in order to pull yourself out of this situation. Mm-hmm. Cause frankly, it's a big ass red flag. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. And that leads us to <laughs> the other part of this episode, which is um, this guy is doing a great job. Frankly, I would be advising him to do this. This I've is advised, a great move. I've done this. I've advised you to do this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like if you're trying to like come in and kind of restructure things or you're trying to like get a team to report to you or get more impact, more visibility, yep. like any number of these corporate America career goals, mm-hmm. a great way to do it is to start acting like someone's manager, having inputs on their projects, having mm-hmm. ideas. And all of a sudden your ideas are implemented. Your opinions are listened to. And like, that's basically your team now. Might as well make it in writing. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Uh, my entire company de facto reports to me. Okay. It's, I'm laughing, but it's true. It, like, and it only took about a month, but like I own all resource allocation, all timelines, all deliverables, all processes. And that's not my title. My title is a, has an ist at the end, which means no one reports to me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like strategist, specialist, right, right, it's an ist, right? So like if this person. Analyst. Analyst. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, thank you for the triple. Yeah. Um, that's that's them having an elasticity clause probably like they've they've They're come in and stretching said, into yeah, a role that's bigger than theirs totally. to managerial type adjacent mm-hmm. project like we encourage everyone to do in episode 18 about uh the elasticity clause and like sometimes this will be formalized and like hey i'm gonna put you on a tiger team or a pod or something like that so like you have a team of cross-functional members but there's kind of a leader sometimes it's informal like this we're like hey i want you to go like just like see what's happening in these six cross-functional teams and like report back to me and that me could be a C-suite, that me could be a VP. You're like, jumping up several levels at that 100%, point. Yeah. Right. This happens to me all the time where it's like, I'll be in, in a team on the same level with people, mm-hmm. one person, two people, five people, whatever. And we all have the same output, mm-hmm. but the people that cross-functional partners come to to ask questions or report back on mm-hmm. is me. Uh-huh. Cause you have like a natural gravitas and you know that you want to be that leader. So you need to be able to prove to your manager that you can be that leader. Mm-hmm. So you report to your manager right now. I know this about your status. You report to your manager right now, how that tiger team is going and you can report on every single person's output. And that way your manager has the most information about that tiger team when they report to their managers, how it's doing. So up to the C-suites understand that like, Oh, your manager down through you is the de facto leader of this team. So like for Char- like for Charlotte, if that's what this person is doing, they're like in they're your doing organization, a great job. they're doing a fantastic job. And like when people say that corporate America is cutthroat, this is what they mean. This is the rat race. There are patterns here. If I was the both of y'all's manager, mm-hmm. I'd be like, great, one less person off my plate. Because that would, free- and that's not a great manager. No, <laughs> but, but like, like, but that would free them up to like think about the big vision shit, right? And that maybe, is a good manager. Maybe their stretch project is to be the next director, and they need someone to backfill, and you weren't stepping it up. Like, ugh. so that's that's I'm like, Charlotte. Number one, you need to get yourself out of the situation, and two, you might need to get out of the organization because this person and your manager might be doing an Indiana Jones swap, and this person could be your new manager. You don't know that, so it's time to like poke around and find the state of the union, figure out what the fuck's going on. When you do find out, we'd like follow up, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we can help you navigate that. 
a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. Hi, Charlotte. Charlotte's my favorite <gasps> name. Can I tell you Wait, that? Wait, what? Yeah. Like, like in the world. Period? Yeah, yeah. It's That's great. I named I named more than a few aliases after <laughs> Charlotte, but I realized like I there's a there's a typeface called Charlotte Sands. Okay, okay. And I had this bit working at the magazines. I had this like big font poster on my office wall, and I was like looking for an alias because I was like writing everything. Oh, that's so hilarious. I have like six aliases in this book. It's hilarious. Same writer. <laughs> yeah. I just needed like more men on staff because it's a boating magazine. And so instead of Charlotte Sands, because that was what I wanted, I called her Charlie Sands. Cute. Uh-huh. So Charlie Sands is a person that exists, has an Instagram and a LinkedIn, actually. You're, you're saying this on the air. <laughs> I know. I hope you're aware. I'm aware. Okay. <laughs>